This is Off the Record, the weekly KOTO public affairs show that offers you, the listener, an opportunity to hear in-depth conversations on community topics and issues that matter. As always, you are encouraged to join the conversation by calling 728-4333. Now here's your host. Good evening, KOTO listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to this evening's installment of Off the Record. I'm here with Matt Hoish. Hey, Kara. Hey. Hey. Gosh, we were just um, talking about so much uh, before, as we do here in the studio, and we're hosting Off the Record with our guests. And um, Matt is the guest tonight, and you obviously recognize his voice from the Kodo News team. Say your voice. Do your voice again. This is the K-O-T-O <laughs> community. You know, it's, it's like that. It's like that. You know, you just you say the thing, and people get it. <laughs> And um, you probably actually recognize him by his voice more than anything, unless you go to a lot of theater productions. Um, but he is departing on Thursday for his next great adventure. And so we're doing a little farewell show here on KOTO. Um, and I'd love to encourage you to call in and, and share your goodbye wishes with Matt and wish him well. He's been such an integral part of our team the last two and a half years, more than two and a half years. Yeah, like two years, like nine months, two and three quarters. Two and three quarters. It's wild. I was thinking back, um, and first I should say that you're going to the University of Cambridge in England, yes. which is amazing, and you got a, uh, a scholarship for um, your master's program, and you're going to be studying the philosophy of anthropology. Anthropocene. Anthropocene. You got to say it fast. Anthropocene. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is the study of human-caused environment and social challenges. We'll, yeah. g- we'll get to that. <laughs> um, but I was just thinking about um, when Julia and I first picked you up from the bus stop in Lawson Hill. It was January, I want to say 13th, you flew into Grand Junction, 2020. That sounds right. And Julia and I were giddy with excitement to meet this person who we only knew from your resume and who was going to be joining the Kodo team. So we drove out to Lawson Hill. We went straight to the brewery. I don't know if we ever told you this. <laughs> I think no, you've definitely mentioned that like you, you got beer right before picking me up. <laughs> Slammed two beers and then picked up Matt because we were so nervous. And um, and yeah, that was that was it. You were part of the Kodo Kodo family like that. You you immediately landed at Bearable's house. I, mean, I literally I because well first off I like came here in the era where like you really could, like somehow I found a house on Sweet Deals. I posted like two weeks before coming here, like hey looking for a house. The new Kodo reporter and somehow like it worked out. Which I mean nowadays just sounds insane. Yeah, but, you know whatever. Well, I and Bearable was like yeah. So I mean you got to meet the icon like right yeah. off the bat. Well, well, but so I, I got the house, but it, like wasn't ready for a few days and so I, I was able to, to crash at Bearables before I, I moved into my new house. Yeah. And and I like my first three nights were with Bearable. And I was like I clearly did not know what an honor I was getting. Um, right? I mean you had no idea who Bearable was at that point. Like you just knew it was this like we all we all said, Oh Bearable, yeah, stay with her. Yes, yes. <laughs> like but you had no idea who she was or No, but really. she was great. I I Bearable's amazing. She's amazing. I and Bearable, like I mean, her like reputation exceeds tell your like even this week at Film Fest, I was like talking to someone and I was like, Oh yeah, and I know Bearable and they were like, Oh, you know Bearable and I was like, Yeah, I stayed at her house <laughs> like the first three nights I came here and they're like, Oh my god. It's like immediate street cred. Yes, for sure. Um and then uh, I remember like you came like in the dark of night almost and you had like a duffel bag and no car and um, <laughs> you like, make me sound so mysterious. Who is this guy? And then, um, oh, and then the next day, oh my gosh, I, re- I forgot this part. We, we went to girls night out at the Sheridan Opera House. Was that your the, first day wait. was the day after that. All the girls from Kodo went to girls night out. Your first day at Kodo that, okay. was the day after. I mean, I remember the infamous girls. This was, I mean, this was, like the definition of pre-COVID. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then like there was like lip sync, hot dog. Hot dog. I know. And um, I, re- I was talking to someone who was like, and Kodo's annual hot dog screening. And I was like, I don't think it's an annual thing. do that annually, actually. Jameson, if you're listening, Nugget Theater. Uh, what do you think? I want to get to like the fact that then COVID just slapped you in the face like it did all of us. But uh. those first few months... You know, you got to tell your and you got to experience it for everything that it is just for like three months. Do you remember yeah. that time period and yeah. what it was like? Oh my God. I remember 
Well, it's it's so because like I like tell first well first off, I tell everyone I like came right before COVID and had like two normal months, um, and then COVID happened, <laughs> which was crazy. Um, no, I mean, I like remember like my first day like in Telluride like I went to Bearable's house and I was sleeping there and I woke up and I wanted to get into town I didn't really know how to get to the bus stop I was like walk you know around <laughs> I guess and then like someone like picked me up like I got I hitchhiked my first day in Telluride someone just like stopped and was like oh you need a ride and I was like yeah and they're like yeah I'm heading into town um which maybe was like the definition of of Telluride right off the bat yes um no I I remember those first two months like um I just felt so lucky. I felt so lucky that I just landed in this insane place. How did you know about the job again? Tell me, because I don't even remember this story. I saw a job posting on the Corporation for Public Broadcasting oh, yeah. job board. That I makes was, sense. I was, I like, I'd like never, I, I think I'd heard of the film festival maybe, but I'd never really heard of Telluride. I'm like from Southern California. It was just some California guy. And I mean, like, and truthfully, like, I knew I wanted to do radio stuff. And so I was just kind of applying left and right for like any radio job that looked interesting and somehow applied for this and somehow got it and was just like, yeah, let's do it. And, um, and, and like literally like got the job and three weeks later came down here sight unseen and tell you I did it. Um, and, and I, I just, I remember like so many times during those first two months, like walking down main street or side streets or whatever, and just like calling friends I had, like not in tell you right. And just being like, you will never just believe, this, believe any of yeah. this. Like it's, it's absurd. <laughs> And, and in the I, middle yeah. of January too, so coming from California, yeah, like, you know, yeah. a little chilly, a little nippy, a little, little tad bit, you know. Um, yeah, I remember you wrote to us right before you came. You wrote to me and Julia, and you said, um, "Yeah, tell your ride seems like a great place to live and do some journalism with some great people for a while." <laughs> and it was like we knew from the beginning that you were probably not going to be here forever, but it's kind of felt like forever. Like the la- I don't haven't the last two and a half years felt like five years. <laughs> I f- I think that's why it's so difficult. This letting go, yeah, is because it has. I think COVID really made has it just. <clears throat> it does feel like it's been an eternity. The yeah. past two and a half years, and it was also your first year as ED. Like literally, you mm-hmm. started as ED. Julia started as news mm-hmm. director, and then I came in. I mean, Ben's a constant that will last beyond all eternity. But, um, yeah, I mean, it is crazy to think that, like, I mean... We were all when doing did, it together. When did Mac start? Right around the same time yeah. as me. So it's mm-hmm. like like more than half of Koto staff was, like, new right when COVID hit. I know. And I think about that often just because you um, were here in this new place and you had just gotten here and then... You're just like the consummate professional. I feel like you never show your cards. I never know what you're thinking. I'm, there's been so many times over the last two and a half years when I've been like, what is Matt thinking about this right now? And I would never know. And um, I remember like just that first month of COVID unfolding and you sort of just like went to work as this sort of like seasoned journalist and you're brand new at this and had this confidence and like determination and dedication to do your job. Mm. and to do it well and to just do what the community needed. And I'm so curious what was going through your head at that time. You couldn't go see your family. You couldn't leave. You were stuck here. You, we were all kind of scared. Yeah. I mean, I was scared. Nobody yeah. knew what the hell was going on. I, yeah, I mean, that was just like an adrenaline rush, like, like truly. Like, and I mean, I've talked about this with Julie. I think we talked about it on air too. Just like it was weird and also like, I mean, it was not easy, but it was like there was this just this, like two months where it was like, we know what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, really, it's just like talk to the people, get the information. Like, it was just very clear. And it was like, like, I remember like the, the like when the antibody testing was happening and like Julia was like doing, we were like doing the daily updates and doing all those daily things. And then Julia like got on the phone with the two people who were doing the antibody testing and it all just felt so, I mean, intense and important and exciting mm-hmm. and I, th- I think it was just like an adrenaline rush and also I mean I you know I feel so lucky that I mean I, I didn't have anyone to like look after no kids no like mm-hmm. significant others anything it was it was just like I did you know health wise it was just like make sure I'm, I'm doing fine and you know my family was elsewhere and luckily they were also doing fine and you just kept in touch with them yeah yeah called them and I mean it was weird that you know 
because of COVID, I mean, I didn't go home for like the first year and a half, basically. You did not leave the Box Canyon for, until like yesterday. <laughs> not like that, but no. There was there was like a year and a half where like I more or less stayed in San Miguel County. No, it was crazy. We it was would talk crazy. about it behind your back. We'd be like, Matt still hasn't left. The, like, do you think he's going crazy? Should we try to get him to go to Montrose? <laughs> Someone offered to take him to Montrose. <laughs> um, but no, but that was, that was the weird thing where like, I didn't know anyone before coming here and I stayed here for a year and a half. And there was this year and a half where like, I didn't meet anyone in person who I didn't know before moving here. Right. Like yeah. all of my friends and family outside tell you, right. I didn't see them. And so it was just this really bizarre self-contained world. Yeah. I mean, and you, I should say you moved what, six times, seven times in the last two and a half years. Oh, five. Five, five or five. five. So at that stage, were you still, where were you at that stage? Like right in the spring of 2020, was that the boarding house? I was, yeah. So my, first house I was in um, sold and uh -huh. so we all jumped ship at the house that sold on Columbia and then jumped over to the boarding house which major lifesaver very very grateful for that and mm -hmm. then I was there for for about like three months I think yeah so that must have been a little bit um, I don't know lonely it, or like I mean okay here's the thing like no I think no is the answer like Frankly, like, I felt lonelier, like, spring 2021, mm. right? Like, 2020 was just a whole adrenaline rush. And, like, if you were yeah. alone, it was like, yeah, well, there's a deadly virus. Like, everyone's alone. Everyone's alone. <laughs> and so, like, frankly, like, and I feel like maybe other people resonate, like, yes. I felt, like, mo more lonely after all the vaccines came out. And it was, like, May, June 2021. And it was like, okay, now I don't have an excuse to not do things so why but am i, I not doing things but i don't know anyone in this community that i've been in. well you did know people through kodo but like still not you hadn't oh. been able to like make the connections that you have the last year you made up for i can just can i say that you've made up for lost time in the last <laughs> um however many months matt has been living his best life if you've seen him out and about it's we love it we're here for it been it's been great running around no it's 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 been it's it's weird to think how many people i like didn't know before like 2021 but mm -hmm. now are like amazing mm -hmm. friends i know and they're really great and they were right there they were they, we just couldn't hang out it was inside us the whole time <laughs> um one thing that was inside you the whole time was the safety dance so right after matt got here um he got here like i said january 13th which means you had approximately two weeks to get ready for koto lip sync and anyone who's been to lip sync knows what that's about Let's be real though. I mean, didn't we really get ready like a day before? Oh no, yeah. Like... I mean, we get ready like four <laughs> hours before, but you had no idea. And so our first act, our staff act, we open up lip sync was safety dance, which did not work because then COVID happened. Oh, we didn't stay safe. But let's play that oh, we, song. We got a call. Oh, okay. Well then let's take this call first. Hello, you're live on Kodo. Hi, it's Kathleen. Because we're working or talking about the um, lip sync now, I was going to say that Matt has set a really fine standard for working hard and playing hard, mm -hmm. uh, as exemplified be, uh, by his participation in lip sync. Oh, Kathleen, thanks. <laughs> no, you're going to be missed. And um, if you could give me a, a really brief call before you actually take off or shortly thereafter. Um, there's some information I should give you. You got it, Kathleen. Okay, all right. Thanks, and, Kathleen. Um, have, uh, you know my husband is English, and I got him in England. Ooh. She got him there. Yeah, okay. I got him in England. Actually, I got him in Vail. Okay. <laughs> but I lived in England for 11 years before I came back. But um, when I, when I, I hope you have a wonderful time in England. Oh, when I call you, we can talk about tips yep. you have. Ooh, I love Okay, that. great. Thanks, Kathleen. Thanks, Kathleen. That was Kathleen Erie, one of our board members. Oh, how sweet. Should we play um, Safety Dance and then come back? Yes. All right, so Matt's first dance in front of the entire town. Here we go. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Because your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, there's no friends of mine. See, we can go where we want to, place where they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world, leave the real one far behind. Oh, we can go where we want to, 
mankind is young and so am I And we can dress real neat From our hearts to our feet And surprise them with a victory cry Say, we can act if we want to If we don't, nobody will And you can act real rude and totally removed And I can act like an imbecile Say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance We're doing it Hello, you're live on Kodo. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. I, I love being live on Kodo. It's my job. <laughs> I will recognize that voice. <laughs> it's Bootsy's Bootbox. Um, <clears throat> it is. It is. It is I, Claybrook. And I'm calling in because I just want to uh, thank Matt and also just call out, signal out some of his incredible work that he did um, for the listening club which is really the way that I, I guess, most, well, prior to working uh, at Coda, that's one of the ways that I'm most interactive with Matt. Um, he did such an exceptional job on the pieces he would do for each installment of the listening club that it, this club has still somehow continued to grow <laughs> throughout its time, and now we're going on two years of having it because as we were, or as you guys were talking about the COVID time, uh, this was one of the better things to come out of that time, and especially like anything in any contribution that that Matt had, even though it took him mm, almost the entire two years to come and actively participate and lead his own. Um, but so, Matt, my question for you is: I wonder, and I and I suspect you're going to give me a cheap answer and say Ralph Barney, but what? <laughs> What was your favorite piece that you've done for the listening club Ooh. in terms of like how did it make like that you discovered something or you mm. you know heard something that you really liked and it it became part of your rotation? Mm. Um, well, first off, Ralph Barney, not a cheap answer, not my answer, but Ralph did did some <laughs> did some really cool stuff. But that's not a cheap answer. But you know, you just just different stuff. I, I say cheap because it's the most recent one. But this month we're doing, uh, Sam Burgess is doing My Chemical Romance. Um, um, okay, it's, this one didn't become like a part of my daily rotation, but Jill Wilson did The Point a few months ago. And, um, Check. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> there it is. Um, but she, no, it was, that was really fun because it's like, it's like a quasi narrated album. And so just, I just remember editing that piece was fun because there's like a story that actually happens in the album. And, and so putting that together was fun with the narration. And I just remember talking to Jill, and she was, like, interviewing, and she said something, like, talking about a song, and she was like, and now I bet you're going to layer this song under this, probably. And I just remember keeping that in, and then the song came up, and that was just very satisfying. <laughs> we got you, Jill. Matt got you. We got you. But also, I agree, Matt, that's such a good call-out, because that, that was a really good edition of it that, like, really featured a lot of multimedia as well, because we watched it. And like mm. Jill brought a projector to the music store, and we watched it in person. And um, yeah, that was fun. And I realized also I said I said the wrong thing for this month's installment of the Listening Club. So my apologies <laughs> to Sam Burgess, Jill Wilson's husband, Sam Burgess. Um, he's doing my bloody Valentine. Huge difference oh, to the thing I said. I said a lame ass emo band, and he's doing a very cool shoegaze band. Can you, can you say lame-ass emo band on the radio? Is that She just did. 
Remember, you know, oh, I gosh. wasn't going to repeat that I said it. I was just going to get the fleeting expletive and be happy with what I yeah. got. <laughs> We're not All right, you guys, I'm going to free up the line, but Thanks, have so Claybrook. much fun. And Matt, we love you so much. Yeah, We're going to miss you Claybrook. so much, man. Oh, Thanks, right back at you. I'm so glad that she talked about the listening club. I remember like the very first time I heard you on the air, it was Julia doing um, an introductory intro- off the record yeah. with you. And we hadn't like really, I, I think that was like your first time on the air. It was like, yeah. cause you had come like on a Monday or whatever. So Tuesday was like yeah. your first time. And I um, texted Ben, are you listening to this? This guy's a bleeping genius. To which Ben responded, I thought the same thing. Um, but it's so true. You just have this like confidence about you on the air. And then you started producing these pieces like the Sondheim show. I loved that show. Yeah. And then um, your Passover show. And just so many different stories that you've done over the years. You found like a new way of telling the story or making, giving it like your creative Matt Hoish spin. How did you come across that formula? Is that Was that like pre-Kodo or like what? I mean, well, it's funny. Like, I mean, I didn't. I didn't do that much radio before Kodo is the weird thing. Like I did like some things and I, in, I interned with, sure. um, living with on earth, living on earth and, and with on point in Boston, but those are like, there's different shows when yeah. you're an intern, you're like not, you know, you're like logging tape and, and you're not making stuff as much. Um, and I just, frankly, I mean, I think a lot of my style actually came right before I was at um, Kodo. I interned with the Kitchen Sisters. Yes. Who were just these, you like... You mentioned them the moment you showed up here at Kodo. There's, there's just these lovely radio producers based in the Bay Area. And, I mean, I don't know if they still do this, but, like, it was just a really fun... I don't even, frankly, I don't, I don't even know if I want to call it a program. I mean, I just like emailed them and they just have like an, a rolling open window for like email them if you want to intern. And, and you know, if you're, I guess, you know, if you're good enough, they'll, they'll have you come in and, and just, you can just help with stuff. And they like trusted me to just like help out on this like big piece they were working on. I just, you know, playing around for like three or four weeks doing that. Um, and their style is very like non-narrated, like uh-huh. music beds coming in and out. And so I feel like that was kind of the thing that, I tried to emulate a lot with a lot of just the, the more funky non-narrated stuff I was doing. Um, and, and I think, yeah, I, I guess that's where like it came from. And also just like having the creative license here to kind of just yeah. run with it. Yeah. Do you feel like that also sort of inspired it? I oh, feel like, 500%. Yeah. Just the fact that you I can, thought you were just going to say something else than 500%. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, look, I, I, I think this is the best, job that any early career radio journalist mm-hmm. could ever have. 100%. I think 500%. 500%. Um, because being here, I mean, A, if you're at Coda, you're cool. B, Coda's <laughs> really? cool. Um, and also just like, it's it's so free reign. And I mean, yeah, I think that's a bit scary, sure. but also like, if you just like want to put in the work and do cool, weird stuff, you can do that. Yeah. And that's amazing. It is. For everyone involved. Like, it doesn't matter what position you're in or if you're a DJ or what. I feel like you have the creative license to just be yourself. Totally. And and just to, and to be yourself in a cool place, right? Like, being yourself is great. Being yourself in a boring place, I mean, that's kind of hard. Being yourself in an awesome place, man, that's the best combo ever. <laughs> On that first show that you did <laughs> with Julia, um, you played this song. And it was the first time I've ever heard this song. And... I wanted to just, and then you played it again on your show on Sunday. I, well, okay, so the, this is the funny backstory of this song, which I, so Kitchen Sisters, I was working with them, and they every year put together a mixtape, like a mixtape CD, uh-huh. and they that. make like hundreds, thousands of them, I don't know, and literally just like whenever they like go somewhere and want to like give gratitude to someone for, you know, in an interview or doing something, they like hand out these mixtapes, like their yearly mixtape, um, and when I was there, they were working on their mixtape of songs from 2019 to hand out in 2020. And when I finished up, they, they gave me like the mixtape and this was one, and I was like driving down LA on a freeway, listening to it for the first time. And like, this was one of the songs on it. And I was just remember being like, holy moly. Oh my God. The lemon of pink. <clears throat> Blowing the velvet. The lemon. 
auf Pink. live on Kodo. Oh, hi. This is uh, Sherry Klein, Radio Roadrunner. Aww. Hey, Sherry. I wanted to... Um, did I hear right that Matt was going to England? Yeah, I'm going to Cambridge. Well, I wanted to let you know. <laughs> I lived in England before I moved to Telluride. My advice is to buy a really nice bike here, take it over there with you, <laughs> cycle the whole country and Scotland, and then sell it there. Because it's such an amazing cycling country, and bikes are a little bit cheaper here, and you'll get it back in pounds at the end. So That's such um, good advice. Sherry, you're going to laugh. Okay. I, he just sold I his bike. I spent so much time on my bike, <laughs> and there's all these B roads that just connect the whole country, and oh. it's just the most fantastic activity to ride, like, 40 or 50 miles per day and stop at little churches and national historic places and have tea and, and scone and crumpets and all that stuff and then just enjoy the countryside so mm. do that sherry i know i'm gonna i don't i don't know if i can bring i don't know if I, how i'll bring a bike but i'm taking your advice to to, to bike around check it out um on the airplane because i i brought a bike over there and stupidly i took my my mountain bike my stump jumper and it got stolen, so watch out. I should have bought a bike when I was there that was more appropriate for, for road biking and not so much mountain biking. Yeah. Um, and then when I was there, I bought my bike back, and that's my bike I ride around Telluride, and I wish I would have just sold it there because bikes are nicer and cheaper here. Good advice. Oh, thanks, Sherry. Thank so you for calling in. getting a bike box and taking a bike over. But um, <laughs> all the best, Matt. I wanted to tell you that was my life big tip <laughs> on how to see England from your bike. Oh. <laughs> so Advice noted. Thanks, Sherry. Thanks, Sherry. Okay. Bye, bye. guys. Was always smoke as a Was always smoke as a That last part is the best part. Um, Sherry just called in to give you some advice for buying a bike, but little does she know that you just sold your bike. I just sold my bike. Like this very day. It, it truly did. It did just all come <laughs> that's together. That's why I laughed. But but that's great advice to just bike around. I mean, I'm sure you'll do a lot of that, Matt. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know? I'll, um, um, I'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. So yeah. you're doing this 11-month program, and how did you choose this topic to go into anthropocene studies anthropocene Anth anthropocene <laughs> studies um well so so my so my undergraduate was environmental science and public policy um and i thought that was kind of a lot of things but also just kind of ended up keying in on thinking about climate change and what that means um and so that's just always like been in my life um, and you know, long-term thinking, like would love to be a journalist covering climate change in some way. I'm not really sure quite like for Coda. <laughs> maybe, maybe hey, I'm, I'm keeping my cards close to my chest. Like you said, <laughs> yes, love it. <laughs> um, but would love to, you know, be a journalist covering climate change and, 
um, was really interested in this program because a colleague of my old undergraduate advisors um, works there and, and wanted to work with him um, and applied for it and, and, and ended up getting in a, a few months ago but was waiting to hear back about funding. Um, and th- I mean, that was like the, the big thing. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like with grad school, money was a big thing on my yeah. mind. And I feel like that's the thing on everyone's mind. I don't know if anyone talks about it enough. Um, and I mean, I feel, you know, I feel really lucky in that, like, somehow I heard back like a few months ago that I got a full ride scholarship, just which was insane. absurd. Um, but all of which is to say, like, I, I feel like grad school is just so funky because I feel like a lot of people do it and don't talk about the money aspect. All of which is to say, like, I, I, I don't know if I'd be doing this if mm-hmm. I like, feel like the money thing wasn't so figured out. Um, and I feel so like in truly it was one of the few moments in my life when I was speechless, but mm-hmm. I feel so blessed that that happened. Um, and, and I'm able to do this. Um, but yeah, I've, I'm just really interested in thinking about climate change and particularly journalism and climate change and the role that journalists play in helping people think about and process climate change. And I don't think that's been thought about enough. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, hats off to you. Your essay must've been, I'd like to read that essay, your application essay. I'll send it to you. <laughs> You said, Matt said he's going to actually um, send an email every month to uh, <laughs> to people, but I'm going to be BCC'd, so there might be 500 people on that email. Or five. Or five. I will say in the essay, I mean, I mentioned working for KOTO, a community radio station in a small Colorado mountain town. Nice. I mentioned, I mentioned that. Well, it worked. It worked. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about like your storytelling here at Kodo and um, some of the stories that you've produced over the years. There's a few that really stand out in my mind, obviously the Rhiannon Giddens one because it was played so much and it was picked up by other stations. You you won the Edward R. Murrow Award for that. That's a very prestigious journalism award. And, um, but also like the roller skating rink one, that one (laughs) did it for me. And I think it's because (laughs) You literally took like the smallest little token of like an interesting little tidbit. Someone who's never roller skated before, but there's all these roller skates for sale in Grand Junction and she's going to start a pop-up roller skate skating rink in Norwood. <laughs> it was my favorite and your storytelling just blows me away. What's been your favorite piece that you've done? Uh, I know that's a tough question, but like oh. one that stands out the most. Um, there's a lot. Um, it's hard to pick. It's hard to pick favorites. I will say, I think one of the the things I'm most proud of, and huge shout out to Maria Albany and Ron Hell over at Tri County who helped with the the heritage stories mm. we did last last June. Those um, were phenomenal. And it was it was just you know these stories of, of just different people who had Im- immigrants who had come to Telluride and and talking to them and telling their stories in their native language and in English, um, or well not some of them not their native languages but they were all in Spanish and English, um, and. I just remember feeling so satisfied with that and mm-hmm. so, so happy with that collaboration, how that turned out and just talking to, to, to people who, you know, weren't on Kodo that much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Julia is just doing, Julia and, and you, Kara, are really just doing an amazing job, like expanding mm-hmm. Spanish language programming on Kodo. And I think that's Julia. like mm-hmm. the most exciting thing that's going to hopefully keep growing over the next few years. I mean, you know, if, if, if you're, you're hopefully listeners, if you're supporting Kodo for anything, it's for the music and all that, but also like Julia and, and Kara, you both are really putting a lot of time and effort into, into trying to expand our, our Spanish programming. And it's, it's really admirable. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Julia, I know she's heartbroken. She can't be here right now. I think that was like the saddest thing ever that she wasn't going to be able to host this show. And, but I know y'all had um, some time before she left, Yeah. but um, I mean, just, kudos to her too because the two of you have just made such an epic news team over the past two and a half Mm -hmm. years you just complement each other so well like we were talking about today Matt and I went for a walk and I feel like you both sort of set the bar high and you just have like you're both constantly striving to meet that same bar yeah and it's like up here and it's like in an island in Kodo and the newsroom just never stops it's like this like little factory back there that just keeps going and it's really impressive what you both do day in and day out and um you know we're not going to put any pressure on the next person (laughs) right now (laughs) but it's been amazing yeah it's been incredible yeah meeting that daily deadline every day no easy feat and obviously there's been lots of fun moments too one of them that stands out to me was um our uh street dance 
20, what was this, 21, right? Because we the had spring to, street dance? Yeah. Been 20, yeah, 2022. 20, this Because we didn't one. do a spring one in 21 no, either. No, but the one in 21. Yeah. This last, the spring one. This, no, but the one in 21 the is the one, one that's, stand- no, the one where we danced in the street. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. When, <laughs> when we ha- were submitting, we had people submit videos and, um, and like, this is like spring 2021. So you had been there, you'd been here about a year, pretty much like all COVID at that point. And we decided to do dancing in the street. I was eight months pregnant. You or seven or something. You, were you, you, and so you were Mick Jagger, and Julia was David Bowie. Yes, and <laughs> I swear, like when I saw you come out doing the steps that he's doing in the in the beginning of that video, I was like, "Who is this person? I don't even know him, and he's been here this whole year." It was so awesome. It was like a shining moment. Do you want to play dancing in the street? I do, yes. I'm going to right now. Here we go. Okay! Tokyo! Australia! Hello, you're live on Kodo. Hey, Kara. Hey, Matt. It's Gray. <gasps> hey, Gray. It's Gray. I, I had to call in during this song because, Matt, I don't know whether you remember it, but I shot the oh, uh, little I promo remember. video for I this. remember. It was so great. With your perfect direction. I remember you saying, start at my feet and then go up. He said, I didn't I realize he that. coached you on that, Gray. That's awesome. Oh, he totally did. And I'm like, okay, I'm cold. Let's do this. <laughs> it was very cold. Uh, uh, no, but Matt, I wanted to call in just to say how much I love you and support you and to thank you for all the great work that you've done. I mean, you guys have been talking about it, um, you know, on the show tonight, and you, you really did make an impact for the community in a great way, but also for folks like me who don't live there full time. Mm. You know, the fact that I remember when they were looking to hire someone and the day that Kara said she found just the right person and when you came on board and then the pandemic hit and I think I became friends with you over text because I would listen to your shows and then I finally just said, Kara, what's his number? I need to text him. And then you were like, you got to call in. Come on, give your voice. Anyway, I just, uh, I wanted to tell you what a treasure you are and you know, I gave you a big old hug the other day, and mm-hmm. I meant everything I said, and I'm excited for you and your future and just to see what's next. Thanks, Gray. Mm-hmm. That means a lot. Well really said, does. Gray. We love you. Thank you um, for calling in. That's awesome. Well, thank you, guys. I love you to pieces. Okay, Have fun. Okay, we'll see you soon. Bye, Gray. Gray's the best. She's so right about everything she just said. Damn, she's so eloquent, isn't she? She is. Articulate. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, the last, like, two weeks have been weird. So weird. Right? Because, like, you're just slowly saying goodbye to people. 
every day it yeah. feels like like julia already left that was yeah. a really hard one that, that was, was probably like the hardest one that was weird no i ran into someone who's like aren't you gone yet <laughs> it's like it's kind of it's kind of been like a slow motion like exit over the last you know it's just it's just everything kind of slowly um like slow motion disintegrating it's very strange <laughs> This do you feel like your whole experience? Okay, so somebody asked me the other, the other day. They were like, "What do you think Matt's experience in Telluride has been?" And I literally just laughed out loud because I there's no way to even explain it. Like how what I guess explain it because co- with COVID it just doesn't like you're not you you did not have the same experience anyone else did coming to Telluride. But yeah, it's been it's been so strange. It's been so amazing and wonderful. And I mean. Like, I'm glad that I came in. I think when I did, because I didn't have anything to compare it to. And so COVID was weird, but also it wasn't like, oh man, last year was so much better. Like how we were asking you, like every festival this summer and last summer, we were like, so what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, because every this event. summer was different. And last, I don't know, Jazz Fest was the same this year and last year. Yes. It was similar. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, it was, um, it's been amazing. It's been such an amazing experience. And I uh, truly, I don't think there's anywhere I could have landed that would have been better for a global pandemic or for my first like real job in radio or just to be like 23, 24 and 25. Mm-hmm. You, you were 23 when you moved here. Yeah. I Wild. Was. That is so crazy. Was, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm almost 26 now. It's like my twenties. You're an adult. <laughs> I know. I can't Your brain is a child. Formed. Oh God. Um, so yeah, I don't know what I would say to that person then. Like, anyone who's just moved here who is looking for community like what advice do you have for them <laughs> you just kind of do stuff you re- yeah, you just have to do stuff I think like mm-hmm. getting involved I mean I think the thing with like a lot of the closest friends that I've made at Kodo and in Telluride Theater and through working through a lot of the festivals um, it's just like you make you make friends by doing things here mm-hmm. like I don't know you can go to bars and like you know just kind of chat with people at the bar and things like that but like the real friendships are like, you know, you kind of got to be a little bit stressed and then like out of that stress comes like great friendships. <laughs> I think, I think the key is like do a thing, get a little bit stressed out, finish the thing, go on a hike and then, and then your friends. <laughs> I, my favorite thing Heidi Sarazen ever said was, um, she's like, tell your eyes just made up of awkward moments broken up by skiing and hiking. Amen, Heidi. Amen. Oh, I know. Heidi was there for the dancing in the street. Um, street dance and then we had um let's see we had or wait was that no oh yeah dancing in the street was just a promo for for spring street dance let's see well, no dancing was lip sync oh was it, it was okay hi you're live on Kodo. hey i had to chime in oh. i just had i just have to tell matt what a an honor and a pleasure it's been to just work in the same building with him i mean he's smart he's funny and he's just a genuine nice guy. And Matt, we're going to miss you, buddy. Um, I uh, can say all the same things to you, my friend. I feel like Matt's been able to make you laugh the hardest. <laughs> probably true. That's probably true. I suspect that in the not-too-distant future, um, we will hear Matt's voice once again on the broadcast uh, crew. Just because he's had so much fun, I think he's going to use his vacation I'll time. Just be like, oh, I gotta, gotta, I gotta do help some people with a music festival. That is a brilliant <laughs> right. idea. Yeah, excuse me, I gotta go for a second. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, um, thanks, Ben. No, seriously, Matt. Thank you. Thank you for everything, buddy. Oh, I'll say we'll, more. We'll I'll say you. more to you tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Bye. See ya. Bye. Ben, is this the part where I ask you what your favorite Kodo memory is? Is it? I don't know, kind of, yeah. You're the host. I think I should. I you had should a lightning be. round for you. Kara, why does this feel like a date? This feels like a weird date now. Because <laughs> we have like a pizza box in between us. And the candles. There's like a violin player who's playing for us during the music. I mean, it's, it's very romantic. The lighting's pretty dim. Um, got like So tell me about your kitchen. folks. <laughs> what time of the night were you born? <laughs> uh, 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Yeah, 4 a.m. Okay. Libra, 4 a.m. Anyway. Um, favorite Coda <laughs> <Anyway>. memory. <laughs> um... What's my favorite Kodo memory? You want me to tell you? Just kidding. Oh, what what would you say? (laughs) Gosh, I don't know. There's been a million. My favorite Kodo memory of you is like being in um, lockdown and like all of us are, this was like in the spring of 2020. I I don't remember this, but but keep going. I totally remember. (laughs) I tried to find the exact text. 
thread and we were like sending memes to each other because that's what we do at Kodo via tech. We're all in lockdown together, but like apart. And Matt was like sending excerpts of like the Susan Sontag Sontag biography instead of (laughs) memes and like circling parts that were important for us to read. I'm like, who is this person? (laughs) Eventually I started sending memes too. I got really good at the meme game. Um, (laughs) Are we getting a call? guess I should turn around. Here we go. Hello, you're live on Kodo. Hi. This is Delaney. Hey, Delaney. Hey, neighbor. Hi. I was going to walk down, but I'm cooking. Big surprise. I'm always cooking. (laughs) (laughs) I call Kodo. I wanted to call and mainly say thank you to Matt because I am very, very grateful that he has been part of the Kodo team while I have been in my tenure as mayor. And Mm -hmm. I will relish those memories. And I have to say the other thing is I'm so excited for you and I can't wait to see what you do in the future. And I agree with everything that Ben and Gray both said. (laughs) Thanks, Delaney. That, that, yeah, means a lot coming from you. And it's been... It's been exciting covering town council in the last two and a half years. <laughs> he says it with a smile on his face. <laughs> um, yeah, no, really, Delaney, thank you. Your best of luck. Thanks for calling, Delaney. Bye. 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 Has it been, I, you and Julia just recently talked about this, I feel like, on your last Off the Record show about covering news in a small town mm. and the challenges of that. What's been your mantra? But then also back to the favorite Kodo memory, but first What's this. My mantra? You yeah. assume I have a mantra. I don't... I feel like you have a lot going on in your head that I no one knows I, about, yeah, Matt. Probably, I probably do. Um, no, there's no mantra. I think, like... I mean, definitely internalized, you know, at the end of the day, you're all going to the same restaurants together. Ooh. So, you know, it's like... But I but, thought you were going to say at the end of the day, no one gets out alive. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you're all going to the same restaurants. And, and it's like... But that's also, like, not, like, an excuse to, like not take things seriously like that's the other thing is like i you know i feel like it's like you got to be fair but serious but kind maybe that's it i guess i love that it's like yeah like it's like i don't think we should let things slide because we're local news we also shouldn't like you know unnecessarily tarnish anyone which i don't i don't think we have but you know it's just like it's it's like a balance Uh um and and that's like definitely a responsibility that i know both julie and i have have thought a lot about for sure favorite Kodo memory I don't Hit remember it. the Sontag thing um, I love that I, I I don't know if I have a drop dead favorite one but one of my favorites was um, tearing down like I think it was spring street dance this past <laughs> 2022 the spring street that was just such a fun takedown and it like went so smoothly your best Kodo memory is tearing no, down no that's just no that was just a lovely it was just nice I can like think of 15 more you can think of 15 better memory okay okay um um also <sighs> broadcasting <laughs> the festivals is, is amazing um yeah I should have had this more prepared beforehand but there's just so <laughs> many moments of just oh do you remember that like dance dance off that you me like Julia like Claybrook had in the hallway. <laughs> yes. What was going on that day? We were getting ready for something. We were. And um I think it was Spring Street dance. I think it might have been. I think we were been. preparing for Spring Street dance and we were and just kind of stressed out maybe. I think I might have been stressed out and it was like early in the morning and we were like let's have a dance off in yeah, the hallway. And it was uh, What was your song? Do you remember? <laughs> No, I don't. Did I assign you one? <laughs> no, no, I, I requested a song. What was it? I, I can't remember though. I can't remember what it was. Shoot. Um can can I can I throw on can I throw on there is one song yes. that I wanted to throw on that was that was because uh, as always we like picked too many songs to play. We did. Um but there's one song I wanted to play that like you won't um you like can't find on Spotify because it's not out. But I will say one of my other favorite memories at Coda was the 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 twenty twenty album which was just like getting like 12 or more than 12 local musicians to all write songs about 2020 and reflecting on it. Um, I was, I was really, really proud of that and proud of all the people that helped and just like, that was a brilliant idea. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, um, 
I don't know. That was that I think was one of the prime examples of just Kodo trusting me to just do a kind of crazy thing. And it was like, you know, 2020 was just such a bleep of a year. And it's like, we didn't want to just talk about it. And so just having a bunch of musicians write songs was amazing. And I just wanted to play one of those songs because there were so many amazing ones on that. And if you didn't hear it, like go to Kodo.org. It's, it's like one of the off the records from like December 2020. So it's, it's there. Um, but um, this is this is the song Emily Scott Robinson wrote. And it was her reflecting on November 2020, mm-hmm. which if you remember that, woof. Here this here's this. That doesn't make you think about 2020 and the things that you went through. No, I mean, that. what a beautiful... And someday she can be like, Matt Hoish suggested I write that song for the 2020 album. Get like like a half a percent of credit. <laughs> 
We love you, Emily Scott Robinson. <laughs> no, that was, it's a beautiful piece. Um, I wanted to do, as usual, just putzed around the whole hour, and here we are, and I haven't asked any of my questions <sighs> except for some of them. Some of them. Lightning round. Lightning round. Okay, um, we already went over favorite piece you produced. Favorite Kodo memory you already talked. Favorite non-Kodo memory. Favorite non-Kodo memory? Oh, okay, okay. Lightning rounding this. Is, I will say Shakespeare in the Park doing that with Oof. the theater has been yes. has been fun. All, all the stuff, all st- like being with Telluride Theater, I think, was like, the step two of my like Kodo and then Telluride Theater and putting that together was has just been an absolute delight. What do you wish you would have done more of? <sighs> um, had a girlfriend. Um, um, <laughs> it's not too late. It's not. Uh, he leaves I think on it's, Thursday. I think, it's, I think it's too late to have a have a girlfriend, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I camp more. Camp more. Yeah, I camped. Camping. Huh. Yeah. Great. Cool answer. All right. Um, what will you miss the most? Kodo, duh. What are you Kodo, mostly... Duh. Just kidding. Kodo, just kidding. Duh. No, tell me. What, no, I mean, well, it's Kodo, duh. Um, <laughs> also, just being... Um, just walking down the street and saying hi to people. Like, seeing the people, and you mm-hmm. say hi to them, and, like, I was, like, driving around earlier today listening to Kodo, and then you get out, and I just walk past this house, and someone else is listening to Kodo. Like, I hear the same song, and I'm like, oh, that's that's a thread. Yeah. That I'm going to miss that thread. What are you most looking forward to? Um, okay, here's the thing I will say. I missed the thread, but also I was watching I was watching Devil Wears Prada like last week for the first time in like ten years. Forgot how great that movie is. And um there was just like one scene where like just Anne Hathaway is in New York doing whatever and I just remember watching her in New York like at some museum and I'm like, Oh, that would be nice. Like just being in a city, like it would be nice. Uh-huh. Like I, I I can't have it both ways though. I want the small town connection and also like being in a big city with like museums and stuff. Someday maybe you will, you'll have two houses. You know what? Let's. That's for the next show. <laughs> uh, your Telluride experience in one word. Deadline. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I just got chills. How could it? How could it not be? <laughs> that's a great one. I love I that. Oh man. Um. That's all the questions I had for the lightning round. That was a heck of a lightning round. <laughs> oh. We. Are we. I think. Oh, we do. Yeah. Here, let me pull up. Hello, you're live on Kodo. Hey, oh, this isn't why I called, but uh, uh, answer this question if you wish or not. Uh, is there anybody here, uh, any somebody, that you wish you would have uh, asked out? Uh, yes. Any, uh, any regrets? Oh, yeah, baby. Let's hear this. All right, let's hear it. Live on the air. Doug, oh, God, don't do it. Doug Tooley, you, <laughs> bet, Tooley. you bet there is someone here I wish I would have asked out, and I'm not going to say her name on the air. <laughs> yes, that was such a great question, though. <laughs> Dang. He actually, like, asked, like, earlier when Matt and I took a walk earlier today, I was like, let's talk about this, this, and this, and you're like, no, and then Doug Tooley just asked. That's Doug great. Tooley just asked. No, no. Um, um, oh, yeah, no. no there, there, there's a regret in there somewhere, and I'm sure... It'll come out in the years to come. There's regret in there somewhere. <laughs> I just want to say to you, Matt, my favorite memories of you at Kodo have nothing to do with Kodo. And I think this is like really leads into it. It's just been hanging out with you outside of Kodo and talking about like social media and like how silly it is and like just dissecting that and, and just like parenting. You don't have kids, but you've given me the best parenting advice out of anyone like seriously you know how to listen and you have such empathy for people and um relationships and just i've just like i feel like just hanging out with you outside of kodo and just talking with you about life have been my favorite memories of you and um i can't wait to see the splash you make in this world (laughs) and thank you so much for everything that you've given to kodo the last two and a half years you've given a lot and we all we all appreciate it and we all notice it the community really loves you so thank you thanks Kara um yeah we got one more newscast tomorrow there might be another news story later in the week after I'm it's like my ghost I guess (laughs) can't wait for that um I I will say just it's funny you mentioned that there's um I've said this before. There's like a quote that I really like is, is almost my life's mantra. And it was this quote that this like famous pianist was asked how he played the notes so well to produce such great music. And the pianist says, um, the notes I handle no better than many pianists, but the pauses between the notes, that is where the art resides. Um, and I do have to say, I think some of the pauses between the notes that we have shared have been, Mm -hmm. um, some of my favorites and, and Telluride has been, 
has been the notes and the pauses all in one. Mm. You better send me that damn weekly... Was it weekly or monthly email? It was monthly. Okay, fine. I want a monthly email from you with an update. <laughs> and um, if anyone in the community does too, he's still checking the email tomorrow. News at Kodo.org. <laughs> Till tomorrow. Then, then uh, yeah, then I will no longer... I, I don't think I'll be checking it. Oh, I wish Julia was here. Same. We love you, Julia. Mm. All right. Um, Can I wait? I I do. I have to say. Yeah. Before we go out, I had another favorite Coda memory. Yes. I wanted to bring up. Okay. This was last week. (laughs) Yes. At this Hush Pups concert that uh, you, me, Julia, (laughs) just everyone was at this concert. Claybrook was playing. Claybrook was playing and dedicated a song to me. And we uh, we sang at the top of our lungs. We lost it. And uh, boy, if there's a moment of transcendence out there, that's that. That is it. Um, and, um, you know, yeah, it's, uh, let's just play let's it. Just play Can it. we just go out on this? All right. We love you, Maddie Hoish. Here we go. Trying to get up that great big heel of hope for a destination.
circles around me, circles around me now. Was I dreaming, or did this really happen? I can feel the earth below my feet. Like a little newborn baby child Who's never known regret or defeat Listening to Off the Record. Opinions expressed on this show are those of our guests. Join us again next week for another installment, and in the meantime, drop us a line at news at koto.org with feedback and ideas. Off the record.